If you're starting a homestead business, you have likely heard about the importance of having a business plan. But do you really need one? In this episode, we'll explore the answers to these questions and help you determine if a business plan is the right choice for your homestead business. Let's get growing. Hello, and welcome to the Pray Just Plant podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray. Just plant. Hello, fellow growers, and welcome to the Pray Just Plant podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today we're going to discuss in Season 13, Episode 5, Does Your Business Need a Business Plan? Your homestead business. What is it? And kind of, I'm going to give you an outline of what it is and discuss why it might be important and why it might not be. This episode is going to be part of the Purposeful Life stage. If you're not sure what I'm talking about there is a purposeful growing journey is about six stages that I have kind of developed to be the stages that I think all growers need to go through or need to focus in on. So if you've been growing for a while, maybe you need to jump back and forth to the different areas. But if you're starting out, I I suggest you start at the beginning and move all the way through. Because the most important thing I think is that you need to start growing where you are at. Today I was reading in the Bible in Proverbs 4 and Solomon pretty much told his son, he said, the basics of knowledge is you get knowledge. You start right where you're at and you start growing at what you're doing. You don't wait for certain things. You weigh the cost and you just start growing. And that's in our name too. Pray just plant. Focus and just start growing. So in these stages, you have the just grow stage where you're building your goals, finding your why, building habits maybe, and then you have the purposeful kitchen. We can all grow in our kitchen. We don't need to wait for a homestead and land. We can always be growing in our kitchen, learning how to preserve our food, learning how to cook from scratch, learning to meal plan, learning all the basics that you need so that when you are growing your own food, you know what to do with it. The next is the purposeful home. This is where you are Taking time to build systems in your home, maybe align your attitude. I know that's for me in the idea of homemaking so that we can know that everyone in our home is being taken care of so we can go out into the garden with peace of mind. The next is the purposeful garden where you're starting to grow your own food. I discuss permaculture practices in the garden, soil health. Then there's the purposeful homestead, picking animals, what type of animal, and bringing animals and more permaculture, like permaculture orchards and permaculture design to your whole homestead. And then last is the purposeful life, and that's what we're talking about today. And this is a stage that really envelops all of the other stages, but also maybe adds into creating a business from your homestead, earning money from your homestead, and really fleshing out the whole purposeful living for yourself. So today we're talking about business plans. So what is a business plan? Now I have a blog post. I've been working on a business plan for myself and a few other growers that I know. These are the things that are in a business plan and what a business plan is by lawdepot.com. They say a business plan is a fundamental document that every entrepreneur should use to outline their business goals and plans to achieve them. It also contains several other aspects of business future agenda and can serve as an internal decision-making tool. So we talk about our why a lot here on the Pray Just Plant podcast. 
A business plan is going to help you flush out why you want to start making money, how you're going to do it, and the goals that you'll need to reach to achieve that plan. A business plan is a convenient document for executives to reference so everyone is on the same strategic page. This is something that will help you maybe as a family communicate or if you're bringing in investors or you're corroborating with another homestead, this will help you make decisions because you have something to bounce your ideas off. So every time a new idea comes in, we go back to the business plan, you go back to your why and you say, is this going to fulfill? what we need to do for our business? Is this going to fulfill our goals that we have? Also, in addition, if you are thinking about a business and reaching out to other people, a business plan will help you pitch your business proposals to potential investors or to other homesteaders that you want to grow with. It would also, if you're thinking about going to a bank or looking for other types of capital to start your new business, a business plan will be so helpful there. It really helps you lay out one, a recent book that I read by Pat Flynn was Will It Fly? And he was talking about when we are trying to be out in the entrepreneurial space, we need to see if what we think will will work will actually work. And that's what a business plan does. It will show you if it will fly or not because you're going to do your research. You're going to do market research. You're going to figure out who your customers are. And it's a lot to do with figuring out also your marketing and how you're going to connect to your potential customers and so much more. That is what a business plan is and that's why I feel that a business plan is important because it's going to connect to your why, it's going to help you build goals and a quote that I really love, Denzel Washington says this, I wrote it in the beginning of my own business plan journal, it is dreams without goals remain dreams and fuel disappointment. Goals cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. When we want to build a business and we want to reach out and probably do something you've never done before, having a plan will help you move forward. The question, who needs a business plan? A business plan is for anyone with a new or existing business should have a business plan to map out their company's goals and strategies. This can be for sole proprietors, general partners, limited liability company members, and even corporations will find a business plan useful. No matter how small you are, maybe you're only one person and you're selling a few veggies, or that's your idea, or you want to partner with some other homesteaders and do a full CSA, having a business plan will not only help you make goals and be strategic, but a business plan can also have what duties each person's going to do inside of it. Maybe in your CSA, you are connecting with someone who grows meat chickens and you want to provide meat chickens for your CSA or you two are working together. In a limited liability company where there's members or in general partners, you're going to lay out an 
actual plan of you're going to fulfill these things and I'm going to fulfill these areas. And you can have something on paper, not necessarily for all the legal stuff, but you have something that says you're doing this, I'm doing this. And when you're in the middle of a busy, crazy harvest season, you can go back to it and say, oh, right, I mean to also be doing this because this is on my list of things to do, or this is on her list of things to do, or whoever you're meeting, you're, you are connecting with to build a business plan. When should you use a business plan? Business plan could be for launching your business, uh, transitioning from a freelance to owning a small business, or improving your current business. So this is for all of you that maybe you are still growing. You have a business, but you're wanting to bring more to it, define it, and actually make a path for it. God says that if we don't have a path, we will turn left and we will turn right. And those are the ways to not follow the true path. We need to have a path. And that's what a business plan does. In Proverbs 4, it says a path should be direct like the sun's path. And every step should brighten. And that's what a business plan I think could do for your business or even making goals for yourself or even a why is going to help guide you down that path. And of course, in, you know, the Bible and salvation, that path is God's word, what we should be following there. A business plan is going to be really helping you plan for the future. What are some pros and cons of having a business plan. I think I've really talked a lot about the pros. You're going to have a direct path. You're going to have your goals lined out. A con could be is that it can take time. I'm helping a person right now write out a business plan and we're on page 14 and we're not even half done. So it's going to take time and a lot of mental energy to come up with a plan. And maybe the plan may not go exactly how you have wrote on paper, but if you don't have a plan, you don't have a guide. So that could be a con as well, that you do all this work and then, you know, life comes in. Big business life change in the past three years. You guys know what happened in 2020. That was something that people needed to adjust for. And I'm sure the people that had a business plan had a path and they knew how they could take their path and either change it up just a little bit, but they were still hitting their main goal because that a path leads to a destination. Another con could be that, yes, it takes a lot of time and you make it, but then you don't even use it because life gets in your way and you, you don't even start your business. And so you, it might feel like a waste of time. But I still always feel that goal planning and planning and finding your path, finding your purpose for yourself, searching your soul and finding out who God has made you to be is always beneficial. There's a lot of pros to it. There's a few cons to it. I'm sure you could think of some more cons to sitting down and spending a whole month in front of the computer trying to figure out your plan or things like that. But in the end, having a direct path, having goals, having a why business plan doesn't need to be 14, 20, 30 pages long. A business plan can be simple. There's actually two different types of business plans. One that is a direct plan that just lays out, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Then there's also like when you're looking into a business or starting a business, you can be more detailed and have a market plan and have a market research and have any more details. And I'm going to tell you about those as well. In when we talk about what to consider, 
consider when creating a business plan. Now, if you want help with this and you're like, oh, Crystal, you're over my head. Maybe this isn't something I can handle. You're talking about 14, 20 pages. The truth is you can. And I have a resource for you called the business plan outline. And it's going to outline the two different business plans for you and give you exactly what you need to be including in every area. It's very simple. It just takes time because the biggest time that you're going to be spending is in your head, making the choices, making the decisions, finding the information might take time as well. But if that's already in your head and you have that burning passion to move forward with a business, this will really help you get started on the right foot. What to consider when creating a business plan. Now remember, you can grab that resource, but this could be a tangible resources that you could use, download, free to you, and then you can just walk through that resource very quickly and create your own business plan. So a business plan considers nearly every aspect of a company and how each decision might affect those aspects. You want to take time when you think about this. A business plan essentially needs eight essential factors before drafting your business plan. So you need a business description and a mission statement. Why are you doing this? What is your business going to do? What is it going to fulfill? What is your idea? Is it a CSA that's going to provide chicken and beef and vegetables to customers? Is it a CSA that only provides vegetables? Or is it going to be selling beeswax candles? What is it that you're going to be doing? Then you want a competitor analysis. Who else in your area, if you're local, if this is going to be a local business and you're not doing it on the internet, who in your area also has a CSA or also is has a market garden or is also selling beeswax candles? Then you need to be strategic in how you're going to make yourself different or competitive in that field. Now, if you're going out on the internet to sell your beeswax candle, maybe your competitors aren't going to be so close to you, but you're going to find them out there. Now, finding competitors doesn't mean that you should not do your business. What it means is that you just need to be more strategic with coming up with ideas or even products inside of your business. So for example, for myself, um, we have a few farmers markets here in Wyoming um, for, for like the four different towns around us. There is two big market gardeners that come to these. We are a small market garden that my kids and I are trying to build up. We cannot do the load that these other big market gardeners can do, but we can do little things that are different because they're spending most of their time in the garden, growing a huge acres of garden. We're in a small garden. We can do different things. Like we can do different things that is of my wheelhouse. Like I know how to can, so I can do a lot of pickled things that maybe we sell. We don't sell a lot of green onions one week, but we picked them all. But now instead of throwing them away, I can convert them all into pickled green onions and sell those. Another product that we're thinking about doing is dried green onions having dried herbs would be a different thing that these market gardeners are doing yes I'm going to be having the same broccoli the same cabbage the same things but I can draw people to my stand that are different because I'm going to be thinking about taking my time and my knowledge that I have that maybe others don't to create different types of products I also have a dairy I'm not into making cheese. There's already a person that I sell milk to that creates cheese at the farmer's market. I don't want to do that. I also sell milk to someone who makes soap. So I don't want to do that. But nobody sells milk 
cook candles. I could do that. That could be something that would be different, but still be competitive and in our market. So that's where you need to do that competitor's analysis. An executive summary. Summarize your company with an overview of your company's management structure. Are you a sole entrepreneur? Are you going to be partners? Or if you're solo and you are hiring people to do different things like accounting or your marketing or things like that, how are you going to structure that? How are you going to pay them? What type of budget do you have in that area? Next is your financial plan. Your financial plan may include your company's income, like your profits and loss statement if you're already in business, but it can also include your projected income and your ideas that you think that you'll probably sell your product at because you've done your research to see how much a goat milk candle costs and you'll know how much you'll need to sell it for. So that can help you with your financial plan to say, okay, if I want to make $100 at every farmer's market, then I need to sell 10 candles or I need to sell 10 bushels of broccoli or I need to sell a, a range of these things but these amounts to make that happen. So what is your financial plan? Describe the investments or amount you required. Maybe you're thinking that you need to invest in a bunch of jars for your milk candles, or you need to invest in the little packages. I'm thinking about myself here. Think the little packages and I'm going to put my dried green onions in. Those are some things that you may need to be out of pocket costs before you even get to sell anything. How are you going to come up with that capital? How are you going to budget? How are you going to do a plan? If it's some big, huge business where you need to reach out to investors, they're going to want to see these steps. Because they don't want you to just be frivolous with their money. They're, they're going to want to see what you're going to do with the money that they give you so that you can step forward every step and they kind of know what's going on. The same thing happens like in a construction loan. When you go into a bank to get a construction loan, they don't, want, they don't give you the lump sum right away. They say, okay, we're, you're going to be building the roof. So we'll give you the budget that you said you're going to spend on the roof now. And you're going to be building which I started completely backwards. The foundation should be first, right? So and so and so forth. But that's what you're going to be thinking about. What are you going to do first? What's the next investment you're going to need? What's the next investment? What? How are you going to be spending your money? That's a financial plan. Marketing strategy. Your marketing strategy is how do you plan to get your product and services in front of customers? Are you planning to go to 10 farmers markets? Are you planning to build a website and go online? Are you planning to be on Instagram and show off your products? Are you planning to be on Facebook? What are the things that you're going to do so you can bring customers to you for your plan? Are you going to be online or are you going to be traditional? Is it, are you going to need to have a brick and mortar type place? Are you going to actually build a farm store? What is your ideas? Then your operations. How are you going to operate your business day to day? Are you going to be hiring three employees during the summer, during the harvest season? What are their titles going to be and what are they going to do? Is it only you? Are you doing all of the picking, all of the harvesting, all of the candle making, all of that? And if you're producing something, you need to be thinking about like the candles. How many can I physically make in a day? And then calculate how many you're going to make in a month so that you have quotas. Like I need to sell, if I'm going to make a profit in this business, I need to sell 20 candles a month. Well, that means you also need to be able to manufacture 20 candles every month. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to book time to do that? That's your operations overview. Products and service details. So now you're going to get down to what are your products? 
How much are you going to charge for them? If you are developing something completely new, then you need to have a patent on it so other people can't steal it from you and so on and so forth. But you need to also go into like, what are the benefits of your products? What are the benefits of your services? So that you can go back to that marketing and be discussing, maybe you're not doing the marketing yourself, maybe you're you're breaching that out, but discussing these are the benefits. This is why a person needs to buy my milk candles because milk candles, candles don't burn as quickly as regular candles. And if I make my milk candles out of beeswax, they also clean the air. There's other benefits. So why would someone want to buy that product from you? You have to think about the benefits for them and not just because, oh, it's a pretty candle, but be strategic in your benefits. The next thing is a SWOT analysis, which is strengths, weakness, opportunity, and threats. This is going to help you go through all of those different areas and find out where you're strong and where you have weaknesses, where you have opportunities in your community or you have threats, a a big competitor that's trying to push you out or that you need to be thinking about different ideas to compete with. So those are the basic things that your business plan needs to give you more detail inside that free business plan outline guide. I'm going to dive into each of these things and describe them a little bit more. I'm going to describe the different aspects that you need to be doing in each of these areas so that you can really tone in and really focus in and create yourself an amazing business plan full of goals and strategies to get your business off the ground and running things. So what are your ideas? Because you are a single person. You can't handle everything. So what are some ideas that you can do to maybe hire somebody or some education that you could be learning about, maybe marketing and that type of area? I know that that's a big, huge thing that I've been doing here on the homestead is learning about marketing because I did. We found some competitors with our market garden this year, last year in 2023 because we didn't go to any farmer's markets. We only focused on providing groceries to one grocery store and a few extra customers along the way that I connected through what we have. We have something called Swap Shop here in Wyoming and it's where we can get on the radio and it's free. So that's, I wanted any type of marketing that was free. We didn't really have a marketing budget. We were just getting our budget started for producing the products. Now we, we had a successful year. We have a budget for all of our products. So this year we're adding a marketing budget. So we're actually going to start going to farmers markets. We're going to be putting ourselves out there even more. So how, what is my strategy to get people to come up to my table? What is my strategy when I'm talking to people about the benefits? How am I different than the other people? So I need to know that information and so much more. So you want to really dive into these different ideas. So when we drew, drew up our business plan for our market garden, we had strategic plans of this is what we're going to do year one. This is what we're going to do year two. This is what we're going to do year three and so on so that we could work towards our end goal of creating a profit. And we also knew that it was going to take time. We needed to figure out the logistics of growing a garden different than I normally do. And the logistics were a lot were a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. But we focused in and we worked on the logistics this year. We have a plan for logistics and how we're going to plant and when we're going to plant and how much we're going to plant and all of that for this year. I need to get my seed ordered. Thank you for reminding me and all of that. And now we're going to go into the marketing side. How are we going to market? What signs are we going to make? What are things that we're going to do to draw people to our farmer's market stand and so on and so forth. And a business plan has really helped us 
out in that area. And that's why I'm learning these things. So I want to share it with you because maybe you're thinking about homesteading, but you think, well, if I could homestead and also earn a little bit of money on the side, it would really be beneficial to even fuel our homestead that we can have a budget for growing and doing all the dreams that we have. A budget for your homestead is so important. I have a blog post all about that as well coming out or this month, but I'll put the link to that as well. Building a budget for your homestead is so important for your home as well. So then you can even venture out into these ideas. Is these ideas possible? Because having a business plan will also get through that financial area of, okay, this is the number that we need to get started. Is this number doable for us or do we need to reach out for business partners or investors? So that will really help you out. That's another pro, I think, as well. So I want to thank you for joining me today in this episode of the Pray Just Plant podcast. And if you're new here, I want to welcome you to the Red Ridge Farm Fellowship of Fellow Growers. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray just plant.